Hello and welcome to Freedom Through Truth, a broadcast outreach of Ministries of Wayne Weaver, bringing the freedom of God through the truth of God's Word. Let's tune in to today's message. Now he's able to make something out of nothing. Who are the dead? They are helpless. Remember here, who quickeneth the dead? He makes life out of something that does not and is not and is dead, nothing. Who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were. That is the creator. This is why the world has a big problem with our God. Because he is so powerful that he takes nothing and makes something. Nothing in the world can do that. Only God has that power. So who are the dead? They are helpless. They're dormant. They are no longer. They're lifeless. They're void. And they're hopeless. And they are nothing. This is the principle of the great creator. You see, you see the substance of nothing. There's substance in this nothing. The substance, hear this, or you'll miss this. The substance of nothing moves the hand of the creator. When God sees the substance of nothing, he is moved by it. Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance of nothing. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of something not seen. Faith is the substance that God is looking for to do creating. You see that? This is revolutionizing, completely revolutionizing. If you can grasp this. This, I'm going to put it here because it's, I'm having to reach out here all through my message, so I'll bring it in here. This substance is right here. It's a, it's a ball about a foot big. All right? And it's nothing. And God is looking for nothing to create something. Faith is that substance of nothing. Does it ring any bells? Faith is the substance of nothing. And the evidence of something not visible. Because it's nothing. Amen? Are you seeing it? This is a delightful truth. This is why the world is so mystified at Christians that believe in God being a creator. Because if God is a creator, he has to have something to make something. And this God makes something out of nothing. Thus as well that if this God can make something out of nothing, there is an endless potential of what he can do with man. And the world does not want that. The world wants to build themselves. They want to have their own empire. They want to have their own pat on the back, if I may call it that way. Their own accomplishments. When they look at their own lives and they look at their own accomplishments and achievements, they want to say, I did that. But when we look to the creator that creates something out of nothing, we just stand back and say that he did it. And that's the very reason that God made mankind. That is called worship. 
Recognizing that I am nothing is worship, one of the highest ways of worshiping God in my understanding. Do you have a problem in your life? What's your problem? I can't. It's often the first two words. I can't. You can't what? I can't live victorious. I cannot do this. I cannot do that. And I want to so bad. So you've come to nothing. This is why Paul said that death worketh is in me. Death is nothing. There's nothing. I can't do anything anymore. God, I'm hopeless before you. I lay before you. And I can't do anything anymore. I can't do nothing. Here is that substance that God's looking for. He's looking for that nothing. So out of it, he can have resurrection power. And you stand back and marvel of how God has been using you. You say, it wasn't me. Now faces the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Luke chapter 15, verse 13, the prodigal son, and there wasted his substance with riotous living till he had nothing. And once he saw that he had nothing, he turned to somebody that could create. And the creator was watching him until he came to a place of nothing so he could take the nothing and make something out of him. But as long as he had a little bit, the creator could not touch him to renew and to remake. Psalms 139, 16. Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. What is unperfect? And in thy book all my members were written, which in, which in continents were fashioned, when yet there was none or nothing. God in his whole truth saw my, saw my body. He saw how, who I'm going to be. He saw that I'm developing or I will be developing. And though I had nothing to develop yet, I was a nobody. I was nothing. And God in the creation of when he created me and you, he made us out of nothing. And he saw that according to Psalms 139. He saw that all this thing about what you're going to look like, what you're going to be. And he made all this out of nothing. We are a great marvel. Is there any reason why the world should be arguing that there is no creator? You see, when you do not believe in a creator, you do not believe in a resurrection. When you do not believe in a creator, you do not believe that a situation and circumstance that man can put himself in, that there's a way out. Unless through a humanistic view of doing some things and building onto our own stature by humanistic and Hellenistic reasons. And this is completely contrary to the theology that is in the world. As a result of this, we by faith believe in a substance that we do not see and God sees the substance that we do not see, and he creates something beautiful out of it. And that's us. It's the church of Jesus Christ. It is the bride of Christ because God is really not interested in me. He's interested in what he can make out of me. And so the more desperate we become, 
When I say desperate in laying our lives before him, continually laying them down and laying them down and finding this death that worketh in us is not a threat to us, but it is a substance that God can get a hold of and make something beautiful out of it. And we do it every day. We die daily. Because through this daily dying, there's a tremendous resurrection that comes up out of us that the world will have to marvel. That even God marvels. That his children marvel. God is the creator. 2 Timothy 1 verse 10. But it's now made manifest in the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ. Who hath abolished death. Who has abolished death. What is death? It is nothing. Who has abolished nothing. So... God, during the creation, went and took this nothing and he abolished it. He even went and abolished the power of nothing by overcoming and triumphing over them in it on the cross. Let's finish that verse. And hath brought life and immortality. The word immortality is deathlessness. He has brought life and deathlessness to light through the gospel. God, through his creative power of working, in his awesome power of being the the ultimate creator, abolished death. How can you kill death? You know how? By overcoming it. And he did. You see, the problem from the garden, from where Eve ate off of the tree and Adam, where they ate off of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. This is the very concept of why the world is not believing in the creator, because they cannot believe that we cannot eat or participate in the tree of knowledge of the good and evil. And that was the very deception that brought death and introduced death into the world. And so God was looking for this. He saw this death coming because he just dealt with death a little bit earlier when he created the world. When he spoke order into the chaotic, whatever it was, system that was floating out there. He dealt with it. Now man sins and falls under the power of sin. And now man has a destiny that they will all die. Because God said, if you eat of that tree of knowledge, you will uh, certainly die. And you will surely die. Well, now this death was something that God looked from the distance and he saw it. And he saw that the only problem, there has to be a substitutionary sacrifice for the payment of this death that was imputed upon all men. And that death that was imputed upon all men was simply something that had to be abolished at the cross of Jesus Christ. Somebody had to pay the price. And he knew that if if all of us would pay the price, which that's the way it was going until Christ came, we all died. But then when Christ came, he died for us all. In in now that he died for us all, we are all dead, is what he says. And in that death, according to uh, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians, according to in that death that we are, this is where he sees a substance to create. One of the greatest moments and one of the greatest places for mankind is to be flat down on their face, done with himself, can go no further in life. Right there on the bottom, that's where death is and that's where God sees death. And he brings his creative power into that vessel and he makes people like he has made you and I. 
He takes that because it's substance. Remember, he is, he is attracted to substance of nothing. What is that called? Faith. I see some of you with smiles on your faces. You're following me. Hallelujah. To give a further description of this, I would like to say, when we look at the tabernacle, I would just speak just a little bit about the tabernacle. When we look at the tabernacle, we see that it's a type and shadow of our day, of where we are in the New Testament at this moment. We see that there's four coverings that covered the tabernacle. And when we talk about covering, we're talking about, say, for instance, the ceiling. And then above the ceiling, there was a truss. And then above the truss, there's plywood. And above the plywood, there's shingles. And that's what makes our roof for where we're at here. But now when we look at the tabernacle, there were also coverings. The first covering that was on top was made of badger skin. The next one was made of ram skins. The next one was made of goat's hair. And the last one of fine twined linen. Now we want to just look a moment at where God chose to live in as a type and shadow of where he will dwell when he will come in the second covenant. And that is simply when we look at a badger skin, we see that the dead skins of a former badger. You know, a badger is a very, very, very feisty little animal. Very, I mean, it'll kill anything you can get a hold of. It'll, it'll challenge anything that's out there, even a lion. You rarely see them recant and go back and run. They will immediately want to attack. First thing they want to do. That's exactly who we were. And when we look at the dead badger skins that are now covering part of God's glory. And that brings us to the next one. Which was ram skins. Goat skins dyed in red. The goat nature that is within this human being that we all have and had in the past. That nature that he he dyes it in the red blood of Jesus Christ. That was the next. And underneath there was his glory. And the last one then being goat's hair. And you know what goats smell like? When you come to a farm where there's goats goats and you smell it a little bit, it's awful. It's disgusting. It's probably one of the most... Thank you for listening to today's program. We hope you were blessed. This program is made possible by the generous donations of our listeners. Check out our website and get our weekly word e-letter by signing up at www.ministriesofwayneweaver.com. Until next time, God bless.